Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Living free. Welcome to the Living Free Show. Oh, it's a special Radiothon show today on 3CR Community Radio, 855 kilohertz on your AM dial. And today you're with Bill and Anne. Hi, Bill. Hi, Anne. Good to be here on this Radiothon day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll be celebrating Community Radio and ce- celebrating um, living, the Living Free Show. Um, as always, we'd like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which 3CR transmits people-powered radio. We'd like to pay our respects to elders past and present and to acknowledge that sovereignty over this land was never ceded. Each week on the Living Free Show, we showcase one of the many programs that assist in recovery from drug, alcohol, gambling and food addictions. Our guests share their recovery stories and highlight that shared experience saves lives. This week, we'll be revisiting some of the guests who've joined us over the last year to share their stories of addiction and recovery. Um, and I'd just like to say thank you to everyone who uh, came on and um, had the courage to come on and to uh, generously tell their stories to us. Uh, we'll also be keeping you up to date with the, don- the donations we have received so far, and we're doing really well here at um, Living Free, but we're not there yet. Um, at uh, 3CR, we need your financial support to fund our annual operations, and that includes broadcasting and podcasting the Living Free Show. So over to you, Bill. Ah, thanks, Anne. Um, if you like the uh, Living Free Show, uh, you can help us reach our target of $2,000. Uh, every donation helps to keep Living Free and 3CR independent, community-controlled and focused on people rather than profits. So far, our Living Free supporters have donated $1,550, uh, so keep those donations coming in. Um, a call out to all members of 12-step and recovery groups. Uh, by broadcasting the Living Free Show, 3CR Community Radio supports the sharing of lived experience of alcoholics, drug addicts, gamblers, food addicts and their families and friends. Uh, this is a vital service. Uh, it helps spread the message that recovery is possible and there's plenty of people out there who can help. By providing Living Free with a large engaged audience, 3CR Community Radio makes a huge difference to the ability of these groups to share their experience, um, share the experience of people who found recovery with those who still suffer. Every donation helps. If you'd like to donate, you can go to the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au forward slash donate, or you can call the station now on 9419-8377. And we've got Michaela, and I'm not sure who else is in there, but um, they're manning the phones and they're ready to take your donation. Anne. Great. Also, um, just for something a little bit different, we'd love you to send us a text today to let us know what you like about the Living Free Show or just to say hello or to donate. Um, well, actually, if you want to donate, do it the way Bill just said before and call the station. Um, the number to text, if you just want to text in and say hello, is 488 809 855 so 0488 809 855 we'd love to hear from you um, and we'll read your text out on air 
Um, as I said before, we're going to play some clips of some guests that we've had on throughout the year. Um, so we'll play our first one. And this one's uh, from June 2022, and it's Richard. Um, Richard's a member of both AA and Al-Anon. But when I, the, that first time I got drunk and I was in, I was in Copenhagen with some friends and we drank non-stop for a week and I had the best time. <laughs> <laughs> and that, after that, my relationship with alcohol changed. Yeah. So talk about, talk about that a little bit. What, what was that relationship then like? Well, then I can explain, you know, the best way maybe is, you know, I, I travelled back from Copenhagen to this uh, Christian community that I was living in, in Italy and the first thing I did was I rem- I made sure I knew where the keys to the wine cupboard were because, you know, in the communal kitchen there was a cupboard that was full of wine and the key was in a drawer. And I used to find an excuse. There was someone's national day because there were people from all around the world or it was someone's birthday. I Every day I found an excuse to get a couple of bottles of wine and, and drink and... I wanted to drink. I wanted to have that sort of buzz going all the time. I just wanted it to carry on. Mm. And what's uh, what's the buzz like? What was this buzz like? I think um, the, the, the one way I think of it is that all of the pressure that I've put on myself to look after everybody else, to be responsible for everyone else's well-being and their happiness, which I felt very strongly, alcohol seemed to take that away and I could just be. <clears throat> I'd be happy in the moment when I was, when I was drunk. Mm-hmm. And I found that really difficult uh, without alcohol. I, I was always worried about how I was coming across whether I was doing the right thing, saying the right thing, I always felt out of place. Mm-hmm. And did that? How long did that work for you? And did it stop working for you at some stage? Um, well, I managed to have a, a reasonably sort of normal life. I got back to Australia, and I was working, and I ended up getting married. Well, I had I had a child, and then got married, and I got a better job and had more children my my then wife never liked my drinking and always was always worried about it and i and i suspect that she was never too keen on marrying me in the first place but we had a child and i don't think she felt much choice because of the drinking do you think yeah i think so Mm. yeah and but i got to a point where she kicked me out and I started drinking uh, I started drinking in the morning before on the way to work and I started drinking at lunchtime and I became a round the clock top up drinker and I still managed to work for a number of years off and on and here and there but um, it was pretty disastrous mm-hmm. so um, how bad did it get? Um, I got bad enough that I I attempted suicide once and it used to be on my mind a lot. But the thing that I remember clearly one morning I woke up and I was living in the same bedroom that I'd grown up in, but this time I was on my own. I didn't share it with three brothers. Mm-hmm. 
and I was living with my elderly mother, who was in her 80s. My father had died a, a year beforehand. Things seemed to be making sense to me that I didn't accept previously. The, my very first meeting, there was one guy who spoke, and he was a house painter, and he talked about getting a progress payment for a job, taking the money, going to the pub, drinking for three days, and then having to get all his friends to help him finish off the job. And I didn't have any experiences like that, but I, I, it resonated with me, that sense of alcohol making my life out of control. So that was uh, Richard. Um, thanks again, if you're listening, Richard, um, for coming in back when you did. Um, perhaps something Richard said resonates with someone out there, so we'd love you to text in and tell us about it, especially if you're from AA or Al-Anon, but from any of the other fellowships. Um, or if you would like to support the Living Free Show and 3CR, call now, 03 9419 and there's someone waiting to take your call. Um, Bill, uh, how many people listen to the Living Free podcasts and how can people get access to them? Uh, thanks, Anne. Um, yeah, well, apart from um, the fact that we get around about 10,000 listeners at any one time to 3CR, um, and that means our show, in theory, gets 10,000 listeners each week, um, over the last six years, we've built up over 285 podcasts of the show, and they've been downloaded over 200,000 times or an average of 700 per show. So it shows that we're reaching a fairly good population out there. Um, so if you want to get to our podcasts, you can just go to our webpage, uh, which is 3cr.org.au forward slash living free, and you'll see a list there. Uh, also some details about the show and the, and the groups who come on the show with contact details if you'd like to contact any of those organisations uh, if you think um, they could help you. We've already had some donations, um, so I'll read some of them out now. Um, so here we go. <clears throat> Let's start. Uh, we've got uh, $30 from Patricia from Rosebud. Thanks, Patricia. Really appreciate that. And from Mark uh, from Armadale, um, $30. And Mark from Frankston, $30, uh, $50. I think Thanks. that's the wrong way around, actually. Is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's what it says on the sheet. <laughs> um, and from David uh, from Baldwin North, we have uh, $30. <clears throat> and from Marie from Keelor Lodge, we've got $50. So thank you all very much. That's really much appreciated, and that will help it keep us on, on air for a long time. Um, so, Anne, um, uh, well, firstly, to all those people, thank you for your generosity and some for your ongoing generosity. We appreciate that. Uh, remember, your donations will help keep us going for another year. Uh, you can make a direct donation to 3CR anytime you like. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Or you can phone 3CR now on 03 9419 You can also donate anonymously. Uh, any donation over $2 is tax deductible and all donations will help keep our recovery message on air. Anne, back to you. Okay, we've actually got a couple of texts have come oh. in. Uh, first one, um, hi, Anne and Co. That must be you. You must be Co. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thanks for running such a valuable show. I hope tons of people have got some hope from hearing the stories you present. Uh, like in tennis, let's start off at Love All and work our way up from there. 
smiley face. Thanks again. <laughs> so thank you very much for that one. And uh, there's another one here. Um, uh, let, oh, it's quite a long one. It says, what if one person listened to 3CR and the Living Free Show and heard for the first time that if you have a problem with food, you are not alone and that you are welcome at a 12-step meeting? And then imagine that one person listened and because of this came to the rooms and recovered and lived a life where they were happy, joyous and free instead of being absolutely miserable. Wow. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> Every single moment of the Living Free show would be worth it for the role it played in carrying the message to that one addict who still suffers. The Living Free show is a beautiful way for recovered people to share their experience, strength and hope. The rest is in the hands of the gods. So thank you very much for that one. Yeah. Beauty. Thank Beauty. you. Beauty, yes. Okay. Um, I remember if you would like to text in, the number is 0488 809 855. Um, and in the meantime, I'll play um, another audio clip. Um, so we've got one from this year from Tammy, who joined us in May, and one from Janine, who joined us in February. Uh, both Janine and Tammy are members of Overeaters Anonymous. Just slowing my head down, getting yep. the hamster off the wheel. Yes. And um, Stepping yes. outside of yep. the situation a bit. Yep. Telling the itty-bitty shitty committee to sit down and shut up. The itty-bitty yeah. shitty <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any any other um, slogans or things you like? That, that, uh, oh, look, there's lots of them. Be amusing um, for the audience. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and, and, and I do love meetings where, where we talk about the slogans at the end of them. But, um, yeah, no, not really. I'm yeah. sorry. You don't, you don't use those that much. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I tend to go stories rather than slogans. Ah, they they so sort of stick with me a bit more. Ah, so. so stories as what works for you. So yes. you, you would enjoy hearing the stories at the meetings. Yes, and... absolutely. Mm-hmm. I like hearing similarities, but I also like hearing what we call the yets, you know, what I haven't done yet. <laughs> yet. Right. Oh, there you go. There's an acronym for you, yet. You're eligible too. <laughs> um, so if, you know, it's just yeah. that reminder that if I choose to go back into that active disease, yeah. It will continue to progress, yeah, and yeah. just because I haven't done something yet doesn't mean it's yes. not in my future. That's right. That you know? keeps the humility there, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, give a little message out to anyone who's listening that might be struggling with their food addiction and how they might find help in OA. Yeah, sure. So um, the probably the best website to start with is OA.org, which is the website from the States, and that can link you into a lot of literature, a lot of meetings all over the world, um, different you know, days and times. You don't have to be an overeater or a, a compulsive eater to come to an OA meeting. You are welcome to come as an observer. Or in fact, we say come to at least six meetings before deciding if OA is for you. So just come and say, hi, I'm, I don't know, Joe Blow, give us a false name if you'd like. Um, and just, you know, sit, listen, talk to people, see if you relate. Because, you know, while OA has absolutely worked for me and and thousands of other people it's not the only option out there Um, but it's also not somebody who doesn't know the experience of compulsive eating who's going to be giving you answers out of a textbook Um, there are no professionals in OA Uh, just come and listen to other people's stories see if any of it rings bells for you um, and you're welcome to keep coming back if you think that you know if you're one of us and and you think that we can help 
So by the time I got to OA, I crawled in in my hands and knees as a size 24 and a broken human, you know. So I was um, – but the interesting thing is I was 44 when I turned up at the in the doors. I thought truly with all my heart I was the only human on earth who had problems with food. Like that's extraordinary to me now. There's, we have this saying that says that everyone thinks they're terminally unique addicts and that no one else thinks the same. But because I didn't have anorexia or bulimia, I had really like binge eating disorder, if you want to, you know. Um, but I have um, been on a diet I, yeah, or thinking about yeah. food for as long as I can remember. I even remember being 10 and being at my own birthday party. And I remember mum um, handing around a thing of cabana and cheese and I, I was like the third person to get it. And I remember taking out two handfuls, took out every single bit of cabana and then just handed the next one. Remember cabana and cheese? I'm old. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This oh, is the, that was a thing. Oh, you do? I <laughs> love it. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> So and I remember taking it out and then mum taking me in the kitchen going, no, what you do is you just have one or two pieces and then you hand it on and being so insanely confused by what she was trying to say. I was like, don't you just eat everything at all times at all? I don't understand what you're talking about. Like I've always been insanely confused about, about food, you know? Yeah. yeah. So and so to look back, I can see now what that was. Like I have a, the brain of a compulsive overeater and it's just like my synapses don't really connect properly when it comes to food, you know? So <laughs> as much as I've spent every waking moment of my life for as long as I can remember thinking about food, I've also – also been thinking about diets so i would have been addicted to diets as much as i was ever addicted to food you know? yeah, so yeah 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 it's nothing i haven't done or tried or seen or where all, and yeah. when you said you you didn't understand or you thought you were the only one with these kinds of issues was that a matter of not communicating or researching um you know um your symptoms when it came to overeating and binge eating how, what a clever question because I didn't even know it was a thing. Like, and I'd heard the words binge eating disorder by all means, never thought for one second it was me. I just thought there was something wrong with me. Why can't I be normal? Because all those books and all those diets, normal eaters can go on a diet and be completely fine with that, you know. So yeah. I thought I was a normal eater who just couldn't do diets properly, you know, Um Normal eaters also eat in moderation or look at what they eat and think mm. about it. But so I just thought I was one of those people. But you, your self esteem so completely, insanely <laughs> low when you're an addict in general that you just think you're doing something wrong. Like there's got to be something that's going to work for me eventually. How come I can't be normal like the next person? But it was not a thought in my brain that anyone else thought the same way as me. Not mm-hmm. And it was 44. <laughs> like it's pretty extraordinary to me now, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. It just didn't even know it was a thing. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank you. That was uh, Janine and Tammy. Um so if you resonated with any of the, what they said, feel free to give us a little text about that. And the number is 0488 809 855. Um, and while you're composing your text, we will take a break, make some station announcements. And this, what you're going to hear is Russell Morris and Melinda Schneider singing Russell Morris's song Hush on Rockwiz. So fine. 
Throughout the month of June, we'll be asking you, the listener, to support radical, community-owned media during our Radiothon. We'll be taking donations online, over the phone and in the station to help keep 3CR going for another year. Fierce, independent community media is vital and we need your support to keep radical voices and issues on the airwaves. To donate, go to 3cr.org.au. Call the station on 03 or drop in at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy, during business hours. 3CR, stay tuned, stay radical. Welcome back to the Living Free Show. It's the Living Free Radiothon Show, in which we review the year by re- uh, revisiting the guests who joined us to share their stories of recovery from the effects of drug, alcohol, gambling, food and other addictions. Living Free has been on the air for over 20 years and as Bill mentioned before, it is estimated that we reached an audience of around 10,000 listeners each show and we've built up over 285 podcasts of the Living Free show on our webpage at 3cr.org.au Living Free and just a little call out to the person who sent in the text, best wishes guys. Thank you so much for that and over to you Bill. Ah, Thanks Anne. Um, yeah. We'd love you to uh, to donate to the show and to help us reach our target of two thousand um, dollars. You can either call us now on oh three nine four one nine eight three seven seven or go to go online at three crorgau forward slash donate. Um, I'll read out a few more um, donations, Anne. Yep. Um, we've got one here for fifty dollars from Anir Benji uh, from. Narabunda. Um, now, Anirban is a um, an AMRAP musician. We played some of his music, and he was so generous in donating some money to us for the show uh, in support of what we do, and we're really pleased that um, we got some support from some Australian Music Radio Airplay Project uh, musos. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's great. And we'll continue to play their music from there throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got $100 from Jacinta and Tony from Wallen, and they send in a message. Keep up the good works, guys. Thanks, Jacinta and Tony. They've both been on the show, and um, we love to hear them support the show. Uh, there's another $50 from Michael from uh, Malvern East. Um, Michael says, thanks for all you do. You are helping a great many people. Thanks, Michael. And Don... Um, Don's another regular supporter of ours. $100, Don from Newtown. Thanks, Don. We really appreciate having your support each year. And, um, yeah, we'll we'll make sure that we keep on producing shows that, that help people recover. Okay, uh, that's it, Anne, from me. Okay. Uh, that's really great. Mm. We're going really well here with the donations. Um, <clears throat> might just read out some more texts. So... Here's one that says, thank you to Living Free for raising awareness of the complex dynamics within families living with alcoholism. Al-Anon family groups offered me a network of support, knowledge and shared experience that has equipped me to live my best life. And it's from Patricia and she says, keep living free. Uh, What's another one here? Another one um, says, 
Anne, Mitch and Bill and the Living Free program at Community Radio 3CR showed me how sharing stories about some of the more difficult part of life's journey contributes to the sense of community and really brings the community to life. The home group for ACOA that I belong to, so that's um, Adult Children of Alcoholics, uh, tuned into the program and we have had a discussion about how sharing stories with the community assists with the integration of experiences. Um, The 3CR uh, show reinforced the ACOA group's theme of feel, talk and trust because ACOA often says... um, People who uh, grow up as children in uh, families where there's alcoholism learn to not to feel, not to talk and not to trust. Uh, so thank you very much for sending that one in. Um, what else have we got? I think we've got some more texts. Um, oh, here's one from our very own Mitch who's holidaying in Queensland and he says, the importance of the Living Free Show can be seen in the authentic- authenticity of its conversation. Uh, he's, Mitch has just recently joined us. Um, he's got an interest in addiction and has worked um, with another uh, podcaster in this area. He says, no two stories of addiction are the same and every detail has its own meaning to the person in recovery and those learning their story. I love how diverse the conversation can be and how through discussion of the highs and lows of being a human being, there's also laughs to be had. <laughs> it's true. The host's... Always have an ear for a groovy tune to regards Mitch. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so Mitch. much, Mitch, and enjoy the nice warm weather up there in Queensland. <laughs> um, um, all right, well, um, we can play another little clip now. Or have you got some more to read out, Bill? Uh, well, I just thought I'd read out some of the people who've been on our show. Sure. Um, so from Alcoholics Anonymous this year, or this last 12 months, we've had Gabby and Matt and Rachel and Claude and Jane and Fleur and Glenn, and Laura, and Jasmine, and Janelle. So there's 10 AA members who've been on the show, and we really appreciate your support. And also the support from Di, who coordinates uh, the AA speakers for the show. Di, we really depend on you, and we're really grateful for the work that you do to help keep us bringing AA's message of recovery to uh, to the air. Thanks, Anne. Beautiful. Um, I've got another... Um text here uh it's from carmen and carmen has been a guest on the show and she says if you've ever struggled with an addiction you know how hard it is to recover living free has provided me with hope that recovery is not just possible but also an option for me it helps to relieve the stigma associated with seeking help and help me to realize that there is no shame in asking for help I love that so many of the speakers don't sugarcoat the difficulties arising throughout recovery which makes it even more relatable Throughout uh, one show, I was lucky enough to talk about my own journey, and if I could help just one single person by sharing my story, I've changed the world. So really, it's a great thought, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The truth. And this is what the Living uh, Free show does. It changes the world, uh, person by person, show by show. Well, that's a great endorsement. Mm. Thank you. And that's what 3CR does, gives us the opportunity to bring those voices to air so that we can share it with the community. And people who need help can get help. Yep. Uh, have you got anything else there, Bill, or do you want me to put on another clip? Uh, yeah, do you want to put on another clip, Anne? Yep. <clears throat> okay, this one's from uh, Janina and Heather, and they're members of um, Adult Children of Alcoholics. So here's what they've got to say. 
I've just accepted that now and I've come to become my own loving parent most of the time. I mean, and I do regress. I do. Oh, yes. But yeah. I am aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I think uh, the regressions, uh, you have to accept that. That's how it is. And it's not <laughs> as long. No, that's right. <laughs> and you don't, you don't believe it. You don't believe the nonsense that you're thinking <laughs> as easily. <laughs> okay, um, more things. We awaken to a sense of wholeness we never knew was possible. By attending these meetings on a regular basis, you will come to see parental alcoholism or family dysfunction for what it is, a disease that affected you as a child and continues to affect you as an adult. Would you like me to keep reading a little bit more, Janina? Or would you no, like to no, no, I can. I think there's enough there. So, you know, we start off with the focus is on the drinker. So dad's the drinker. Then mum in, ends up with a mental illness. My brother's got a physical disability. And um, the other thing that really stands out, and this is one of the reasons why I came into ACA, is that this particular brother with polio, he's, he had a lot of time away from home when all those times he was in hospital. So he used to get these really long breaks, whereas my other brother and I, just we had to suffer. Um, and he became the professor, I suppose, in the family. But I recognised um, a few years ago that he was my surrogate father. My father neglected us, um, not intentionally, it's just through you know what happened to him. And so he became my, my second brother became my sur- surrogate father and I knew that there was um, something going wrong there um, and it was all family of origin stuff. Um, I was well aware from even from the time I came into Al-Anon that it, because I was, I recognised that I was um, a child of an alcoholic and I think it's the Jesuits who talk about, you know, give me a, a baby and by the time, you know, they're five or seven, I'll give you a man. So the personality is formed in those early five to seven years. And I knew very early that my biggest problems were family of origin stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's my dad, my mum, and then my second brother yeah. with the physical disability. But then he also turned to religion. Um, that became his saviour. And it was some emotional abuse that he dished out a few years ago that really sent me to the wall and I crawled into the rooms of ACA and recognised that he was my my surrogate father but also that he was an authority yeah, yeah. he was the authority figure and he was moralistic and didn't matter what I said what we talked about it always finished with a bible quote and of course I talked about my my aversion to the word god so you can imagine what was yeah. going on inside me, but being the people pleaser um, and the peacekeeper, I never said anything. And only in the last few years I heard the difference between a people peacekeeper and a peacemaker. And I was doing the peacekeeping instead of making peace. Beautiful. We've got two minutes to go. We got I just got a bit carried away there and didn't look at the clock. Um, Heather, it's up to you now to... Uh, say, uh, if, if there's someone out there struggling with any of this and that relate to any of this, what would you recommend to them? Well, I'd recommend to try ACA, to go to, as they say in Elanon, to go to six meetings and see if this is, this is for you and to go to different meetings and to disregard the word God 
and to think of it that as something that that knows more than you and that I always think of that universal law that pe only people who've walked in your shoes can help you. Great, beautiful. That's a really good way to, so to I'll end. So I'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you, much. Anne. Thank you for coming in. I really enjoyed the conversation. If you relate to the stories and experiences you heard today and would like to find out more about ACA, you can visit their website at adultchildren.org.au. There you'll find where the Melbourne meetings are, face-to-face -face meetings, and also how to access online meetings. So thanks to Janina and Heather from Adult Children of Alcoholics and Dysfunctional Families for their message of hope. Uh, let us know you're listening uh, by sending a text to 0488 809 855 and please donate by calling uh, 03 9419 8377 9, uh, 03 9419 8377 and you can also donate via our uh, crowdfunding page which is at, where is it at Bill? Uh, just, just, go, just go to 3cr.org.au <laughs> forward slash donate and you'll find the links there. Cool. Yep. yep. <clears throat> Best way to go. I'm just going to read out another text and then we'll go back to Bill and see if we've got any more um, donations to report. Um, okay, here's one. The Living Free program gave me the opportunity to share how the Al-Anon program improved my life. Sharing my journey not only strengthened my recovery, it spreads the message of hope for those still suffering with the family disease of alcoholism. Please support this wonderful program. Thank you so much for that one. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we've had plenty of donations. I'll read some more out. Um, we've got $50 from Ken from Clifton Hill. Thanks, Ken. Uh, $250 from Peter from Elwood. Um, Pete's an ongoing supporter, and we really um, appreciate your ongoing support, Pete. You're a legend. Uh, Jackie um, from Brunswick, $100. Thank you, Jackie. Love love that. Oh, and it's from Jack and Ben and Raffi. <laughs> Thank you all. And uh, $200 from Sue from Surrey Hills. Sue's a, a massive supporter of the show. Um, really keeps it going, and um, we really appreciate her support every year. Uh, Bill's another one. Bill from Surrey Hills. Uh, they're a good couple. Um, he's donated $300, and Bill, you know, appreciate your work. Uh, love what you do. And Anne, Anne from Warrandyte, $100. Uh, thank you, Anne. Anne's a, a new a newish supporter of the show, um, and we'd love to keep you on the show for ages, Anne, and have your support ongoing. Okay, that's it. Back to you. Alrighty, here's another um, two texts. The Living Free Show and 3CR provide such a valuable resource, giving members of Al-Anon and other such groups a voice and helping people in our community who may otherwise never hear these stories. And that's a thing I've noticed recently, Bill. There's a lot of people who know about AA but don't yeah. know about Al-Anon as a support group or adult children of alcoholics or all the other ones. Or even Gamblers Anonymous. There's people who go to Gamblers Anonymous who've never heard of them. You know, they know yeah. of AA but not gamblers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Um, mm. So that is a good point. That is something we do that's important. Um so, uh, yeah, so they, they might never hear their stories except for on Living Free and they might find the help they need when they identify with the stories. Uh, thanks to all the volunteers and contributors for making these programs available. Um, Do you want to cut to a bit of music? Um, a bit I'm of a rest gonna, from our voices? I'm just going to read out one more. Okay. Um, 
I would like to thank Living Free, the Living Free program, on, which is on every Thursday. I especially like the times when there's Al-Anon members on talking about living with an alcoholic or recovering from the effects of alcoholism. Al-Anon has given me hope, peace, serenity, and a new way to live with myself and others. Thanks, Living Free and 3CR. Alrighty, so more music now, uh, as requested by Bill. And this is going to be more from um, Rock Wiz, and it's Under the Milky Way by Sean Kelly and Anne McHugh. Sometimes when this place gets kinda empty Sound of the breath fades with the light Think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way the stories of our ancestors forever watching over us and protecting us join me Taldem Chogo Edwards for Balamois a journey of stories, yarns and music about freedom and survival from 2pm to 3pm every Thursday afternoon on 3CR 855 on your radio dial as I walk along on my dreaming track tonight 
I can hear the voices of my elders Their ancient sounds echo in my mind To the beat of clapstick and the dancing It's beautiful, that song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. lovely. Um... How close are we to our target? Ah, well, I can report, Anne. I'll give you some... We've received some more donations, and we're now up to $1,800. So we're only $200 off. So if you'd like to donate in the next 15 minutes and help us reach our $2,000 target, that would be great. Um, So we have um, Michelle Pacetto from Brunswick, $80. Thanks, Michelle. Um, Siobhan Rehill from Caulfield South, $50. Thanks, Siobhan. Anne Natoli, $50 from Montalbert North. And Sharon Wright, $60 from Cheltenham. Oh, and we've got Janina, who I think we just heard yes. in the clip, yep. donated $50. <coughs> and Janina said, keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, Janina. We love love your contributions to our show. Thank you. Um, also, I thought I'd just read out quickly um, the members of Gamblers and Islands we had on the show this year. So we had Dan and Angie and Robert and Steve, and Brendan, and Alison, and Barry, and Yakov, and Jack, and Bree, and Adrian. And also I'd like to thank Yvonne. Yvonne's our um, support person at Gamblers Anonymous who provides us with our speakers each uh, month. So thanks, Yvonne. You've been a really great help for the show, and we love that you can help keep the show on air by providing us with speakers to help spread the message about the the benefit Gamblers Anonymous can give to problem gamblers. Mm. So, yeah, it's a really, it's a cooperative effort, this, isn't it, Bill? It's not just um, it's not one us. person in the studio. Yeah. We, we, just, we just help facilitate message. <laughs> yeah, we've got to have the message speakers come in. <laughs> uh, now, we've had a, a text come in from Kerry from Murabark, and she says... Uh, Living Free, this program is fantastic. I wish more people knew about it. It is so real, authentic and hopeful. Please support this wonderful program by donating. Thanks so much. Kerry from Mirabak. So thanks a lot for that, Kerry. And we've got one from Daniel and he says, um, uh, my name is Daniel. I would like to talk and he's left his number. So I'm going to put that over to Michaela, but Michaela says, no, we're out of time for that. Um, But thank you so much for um, calling in, Daniel. Um, I'm not calling in, texting. Yeah, yeah. He's calling in, calling yeah. in, talking to Michaela. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, did you want to put uh, Nico on and just hear a bit about... A little bit. Yeah, a bit yeah. about the support that uh, we get from other groups that yeah. uh, help addicts and alcoholics and gamblers. Yeah. Um, and so this this year we've had a number of people come on the show um, for talking about mental health and AOD recovery. We've had Jess Kennedy on. We've had Dr Constance Scharf on. We've had uh, Dale Williams from Dadi Munwaro. Uh, we've had Shane and Tyrrell Horton from Doors Wide Open and also Lee and Tanya Smith from Doors Wide Open. So they've been our, I guess, our support um, network people who are out there to help people who are trying to recover. Yeah, and they're really worth a listen, those ones. So if you can go on to the, uh, our list of podcasts and, and look up some of those there, they're often really interesting speakers, mm. uh, even though it's not necessarily always lived experience. Um, okay, so someone we interviewed was uh, Dr. Nico Clark from the North Richmond Community Health Service, um, and he's the medical director of the medically supervised injecting room there. 
um, and uh, he's got something to say from um, quite a lot to say from the experience of of um, from his own experience as a professional in the field. So here's Dr. Nico Clark. Often, many of the people who come to services like this, or or even our service at the hospital, have somebody in their family who has a substance use disorder, mm. uh, either a parent or a sibling. Often, people haven't really thought much about that or even have an awareness of what codependent thinking patterns are, how they might instinctively have kind of responses that don't help them or the other person and that it's a part of their own pathway to kind of their own healing to understand those processes better. Potentially, that's been part of their story. For them, there's potentially other people in their orbit who who may be affected by mm. The substance use pattern of the of the person using substances, or, or, or maybe they were jointly affected by somebody else's kind of substance use. And 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 when we say, you know, we say substance use, really, it's you know, that, that substance use is a trigger that there's really some emotional damage that's occurred there. The substance use is like um, it's a sign that something's not right. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good point to think that people don't exist as in, you know, completely independent mm. entities. Mm. They, they're mm. part of these broader mm. family structures, at least at one point, mm-hmm. and that they're mm-hmm. both potential drivers of substance use and also potential healing factors. <laughs> you know, there is, in fact, huge possibilities for people to make huge changes in their lives. Um, for so many of the people we see, they can go from one situation where they're kind of, you know, really living in very challenging circumstances to living in a different situation in a, you know, relatively short period of time. That's kind of far bigger changes than most of my colleagues in the hospital see. They, you know, they see, they see tiny changes in the risk of a heart attack or, you know, with a little minor performances in function and they think that that's a huge success. We have the we, we we often see and have the potential with with the people we work with to see huge changes. And even there are those for whom those kind of pathways are difficult. Those kind of changes will maybe not happen. But but sharing the journey with those people in some way, as um, you know, I think everybody, even if it's not going to be you know transformational in the, the way that uh, in many ways that the capacity to share the witness people's stories it's both people report that that makes a huge difference to them to them to have somebody to you know kind of share that journey with them and witness it and kind of have have the opportunity to kind of be uh, in the same space with you know where they're not feeling judged compared to kind of going through it on their own thanks nico all right that conversation with dr nico clark the medical director of the medically supervised injecting room at the North Richmond Community Health Centre, took place on the 24th of February after the trial had been reviewed. Shortly afterwards, on March the 7th, Premier Daniel Andrews announced that legislation would be introduced to the Victorian Parliament to make the facility permanent. Okay, Bill. Um, that was a very interesting interview and uh, Nico was very generous with his time on that day. Yeah, I, I thought it was a very interesting comment when he said you know, in in a medical sense, people look at people who are you know suffering from other physical conditions, things. physical conditions, and see minor improvements and get really pleased. Yeah. And we have people with you know substance abuse and gambling and all those things, 
and you can see really significant changes and people go, oh, yeah, they're not cured yet. Yeah, they think it needs to be 100%. 100% or nothing, yeah, Yeah, wow. (sighs) Um, All right, should we announce how well we're doing here because we're right up at our target? Yeah, we're nearly there. Nearly Um, there. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So yeah. we've we're now at um, just over $1,800, um, which is really great. So if you'd like to help us reach $2,000, uh, you have got a few minutes left. Um, we'd love to uh, love to get that and to uh, make sure that we can keep living free on air and 3CR broadcasting their message of radical radio um, for another year at least. Yep. If not ten. Ten, 10, 20. 10, 20. Yep. Another, another 40. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With more and more people listening and a bigger, bigger audience, bigger audience. Yeah. So um, people out there that do uh, tune into Living Free or 3CR, feel free to ring up all your mates this afternoon, tell them about it, and uh, they might want to donate a little bit of money too. Yeah. What else? Okay. Well, I think we're just about out of time, so I'd like to thank Anne for um, hosting us today and doing the panel work and <laughs> all the coordination work, yeah. which is often, you know, it, it's it's not hard, but it, it takes time. It is and hard, Bill. It is hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've got to remember that there's over 400 volunteers bringing community-powered radio uh, to air each week, and um, and we, we're here to make a radio a force for change, uh, and you can help us out by donating to 3CR. Uh, so it's 9419. 8377 if you'd like to donate um, or you can just go go to their website 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and donate there great so that's us at the end of our show thanks for listening everyone um, I'd like to thank all those who have donated to the 3CR Radiothon and everyone who has texted in to say hello um, and also thanks to Bill and Mitch for um, uh, having me on the team If you relate to any of the speakers you heard today and would like to find out more about any of the programs, that's the recovery programs, you can find all the contact details on our website at 3CR Living Free. Um, Coming up next, we have Balanoir, the Spirit of Wa, hosted by Uncle Taljum Choco Edwards. Join Uncle Choco on a journey of belonging uh, and movement through sing-alongs and yarns. Thanks for listening. Please support us with a donation and stay tuned now for more Radical Radio on 3CR. 3CR, stay tuned, stay radical. We need your financial support to be independent, community controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon keeps the station radical and enables us to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. 3CR Radiothon, show your support during June 2023. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.